Welcome to Totally Avoided. Welcome to another exciting episode of Turtley Devoted, the only show about turtles, the people who love them, and the people who love them. And right on cue, Shannon takes a sip of tea, so I will stall and continue talking. <laughs> you ready now? Let's just address your voice. My voice is sultry. Yeah. Sultry at best, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really hoping it's not COVID because we're sitting so close next to each other. Well, negative COVID tests and... You never took a COVID test. Okay. Well, that's because I don't believe in them. So, <laughs> it's not true. I'm just just giving you a hard time. Fine. I know. I love how you had to bring up COVID four seconds into being back after a three-month hiatus. <coughs> Tell me more about what our listeners definitely don't want to hear us talk about. I don't care. Tell me more about that as she takes a sip of tea again. I don't want my voice to sound like yours. We have a good microphone now, so I hope that you guys can hear her swallow her tea. Because <laughs> that's good for radio. Oh, this is fun. Kevin Paul, or Kevin Minto would not appreciate this intro. He'd say we were arguing too much already. I know, I know. He doesn't like when we bring the realness. But yeah. we don't know any other way. Yeah. Besides just being ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's what makes us special, actually. Mm. Actually, for me... Um, I just think it's really important to be natural. Yeah. There was a lot to unpack there, what I just said. Yeah. There was a Mrs. Doubtfire reference. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. So let's start by talking about your exciting happenings, shall we? <laughs> what exciting happenings? You've got some exciting happenings going oh on. Oh my God, do I? You really do. I'm really proud and um, slightly concerned. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to just lean into it with you. All right, And please. just, I want to talk wanna, about it. I want to live it. I want to know what they are. So your exciting happening. So you have a new a new business. Yeah, so I guess you could call it that. You're, you're operating in the red, which is okay. What does that mean? For my turtle business, I've been operating in the red all along, so it's okay. Okay. Uh, and of course, I'm jokingly calling it a turtle business because I don't, I don't, the, the purpose is not to sell turtles for me, but. Right. And the FBI could be listening. That's right. And the FBI could be listening. Perfect. So, uh, yeah. So you've started a new venture, business venture, and it's an Instagram tied to an Etsy shop. Yeah. And there you share your your home decorating situations, but mostly your cricket creations, I call them. Cri- yeah. Cricket creations, I call them. Yes. And there you're making like, you know, holiday themed mugs mm-hmm. and and apparel, t-shirts, yeah. sweatshirts, yeah. tote bags, yeah. all the essentials. Yes. You never have too many tote bags, I always say. You've never said that. I've said it a lot of times. I, I may not have said it to you, but I say it all the time. Ah. Yeah. You may not have heard me. But uh, how's, how's that going? Um, well, zero sales as of Saturday morning. Official sales. You've sold a couple of cricket. I have. Cr- sorry, cricket cr- creations. You've, you've sold <laughs> Stop a couple. calling them that. I just made that up just now. You've sold a couple of cricket creations. Yes, I sold like to some friends and family, but like I just opened up the official Etsy shop What Saturday. is the name of the Etsy shop so we can let people know that they should go there and check it out? Or do you want to talk about how much you hate it? 
do I do hate it. We'll get to that in a little bit. Okay. But let what's the name? <laughs> what is the name of the the most hated Etsy shop? Shop. Shop name in the history of of spouses. Yes, Pink Pearls and Preppy Co. <laughs> the best part is the it's not and it's n n n in preppy. What sound does just the letter n make? In preppy. Okay. In preppy. Yeah. Great. You don't. The thing is, okay, like you spend probably twelve hours of your day on your phone. Yep. Scrolling. Okay. Okay. But you're looking at only a certain area. Yeah, I'm a particular demographic. I'm going to acquire right. taste. I'm a particular set of skills. So you have no clue about anything. Say I have no clue about anything. I assume you mean anything about anything. You're just, you're really going for it. Here's the thing. You're very much like your mother and that... This isn't going to be good. No. You guys are both the same personality. No, I wouldn't even say your mom. It's mostly you, but I, I sometimes I see it in your mom. Like, where, like, you think you know everything about everything. Like, you just totally think you know everything. Like, driving, what women want. Like, wow. Wow. like you, think- you always think you're right about turtle things. Like, no matter what it is, parenting, you've got it down. Like, you know every... Like, you try to pa- teach me how to parent five times a week. This is getting... Okay, first of all, <laughs> we're talking about your Etsy shop. This is what Kevin's talking about, okay? Okay. You're going way down... But what a, I'm saying a, is... A deep and unfair rabbit hole, might I mention. <laughs> like, it's not that bad. I, I act like I know everything about what women yeah, want. You Who cr- do you think you're okay. talking to? You critique me way more than I critique you. Okay. Is that fair? No. Okay. So anyway, you don't like fair. you don't like the name of my shop. But it's because you don't you don't spend time on Etsy and or let's say influencers. Women influencers. Oh, I don't understand women influencers. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the problem. Okay. I don't understand women influencers, but you do. Let's talk then about how for several years you have been the hater of all haters mm-hmm. on me because I have cared if I got Facebook likes or followers or Instagram It's followers so corny. Yeah. Okay. Now... Imagine my astonishment when all of a sudden you are doing all you can to drum up your 46 followers. Can I can I tell you why I'm frustrated? Please. It's not necessarily like random people. I can't believe how many people were like when I posted it on my personal account like, "Oh my god, this is amazing. You're going to do awesome things." And then they didn't follow me. It's like, "Wait, the whole point is like you like you're supposed to be following me on there. Don't put that evil on them. Don't put that pressure on them. Their feed that they want to sign up to see is that's their business. And maybe Don't they, tell me congratulations you're going to do great and then don't follow me. Maybe they don't want to see mugs all day. Well, that's their fault. And t- and and t-shirts. <laughs> that, t-shirts. That's that's the part that kills me is like all of the that that those followers, the followers that should be following me, like the people like you're gonna do great. Oh my god! Well, then you should be following me so you can buy my stuff. 
<laughs> right? Uh, you would think so. Right. You would think so. So then it makes me question, like, do these people really like me? They probably don't. But they probably I think, don't. I, I think that that comparison, that juxtaposition, that that you giving me a hard time about social media and then you diving right into it now recently has not gone unnoticed okay, on but my end. It was like a day and a half where I was really frustrated but then I really did get over it. But you're not over it. You just were like, how could they not follow me? Like, I'm saying that was it wasn't like I need 10,000 followers. It was like I should have a certain amount of followers that I had from like my my personal account. It's just funny because in your eyes, I'm this like wannabe influencer who wants like all this. I would have way more followers if I named my page Turtle Something. I just want to be myself and share the turtles that I like and have people enjoy the people who would enjoy it, be able to enjoy that. That's all. Mm. Is that too much? You're trying to like get handouts from Talbots and Target. No, that was what, that was the rabbit hole I was going down, but I don't want to do that anymore. I just, I literally just want to create stuff. So here's the thing. I'm not trying to give you a hard time, but here you are, Right. Crawling to my feet to ask for help with different things, make you a logo on no, with with no notice the other day. Let's I didn't ask you to. I said, "Do you know who I could ask?" Yeah, and then right, you said, okay, "I can yeah, do it." Yeah. Who do you think is going to make your logo? So that's the stuff where I think there's an interesting conversation to be had. That's all. I, I think that's unfair. Mm, okay. At Shelled Friends, the mission is simple. Help people get their hands on healthy animals that are represented truthfully while offering customer support that puts them at ease every step of the way. We're focusing on a lot of beginners with the goal of helping them be successful in the hobby so they can fall in love with colonians as we have and become a voice for their future. At Shelled Friends, it is not about transactions. It's about friendships driven by the mutual love of caring for the world's colonians. Shelled Friends is a proud member of the Turtle Room, Turtle and Tortoise Preservation Group, the Turtle Conservancy, and the Turtle Survival Alliance. Check us out when you are looking for your new shelled friend. You don't agree that it's just a little bit unfair because you have been so judgmental about my social media usage, how I do things, the posts that I make, that sort of thing. The reason I do it. Yeah. The fact that I care when somebody writes a mean message or care when... Here's the thing. When... This Etsy business is going to run for six months and then I'm going to be over it. But that's an issue for me. Like I want you to really, you know, dedicate yourself to something that makes you happy and stick with it to see what you can actually build. Right. Because you are, I saw a quote that said something like, don't rely on motivation to, to like, to get you through the day to day. It should be, uh, what's the word? Dang it. I can't remember what the word was. Dedication or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, discipline, discipline. So I, I don't want to see, I don't want to see the excitement, like, right. I don't want to see the excitement building it. And this is coming from me, someone who's like that. I want to see 
the discipline for you to stick with something. Because, you know, it's funny. People will say you need a hobby because you are, you identify yourself as a, as a wife and a mother first. That's, that's your identity, right? That's why you, that's why you, and that's a very female thing to do. Mm-hmm. But you have had a lot of hobbies. You just don't stick with them as much. Like what? I don't know. They're not all coming to mind right now, but there's been a lot of different things that you've done. You had a, you had a blog where you were going to do like, like mommy related blog posts mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And I put a ton of work Primping into that. Primping and pumping. Yeah. Right. With an N. Mm. And you just dropped it. And I put a lot of time into helping you develop that. And then as soon as it got going, you were like, yep, done. And and that's frustrating for me because I'm supporting you in these things and I want to see you be. But I have I ha- okay, so I did have a valid reason for that that I won't talk about on air, but there was a valid reason. And when I went, when I tried to go back to it, it I couldn't do it because that's it, fine. You yeah. asked me for an example. Okay. An example. Okay. I'm not trying to argue every single. I know. Thing I know. You dropped. The point is that you start things and drop them. You asked for an example. I gave you one. So I I just I want to see you be successful, and I also want to just maybe say haha because now you're worried about instagram followers that's all yeah i would like to somewhat i mean i don't really need to defend myself but the problem is is that all it takes is like a week and a half of the kids being sick and stuff going on at home where like i don't pick like i don't pick up where i left off if that makes sense you yeah, but that, I mean? but that's my whole point. So even like, okay, we talk, we've I believe we said on this show that we're we're trying to write a book together. Mm-hmm. We've made progress in it. I love it. It's it's great. It's different. It's great. I'm so we're, happy you're bringing this up. We're only like a quarter of the way done, but this is one where like every weekend, week in, week out, we're like we're going to record a podcast this weekend. That doesn't happen. And then with the writing, you're like, I'm going to write tonight, and then. You're asleep and never even picked up the computer again and again. And it's fine. Just that the grind of it where it's like, okay, I'm not really into it. And I struggle with it too. So let me, so I'm so happy you're bringing this up because I thought about it last night. So if, if we're being honest, like the morning rush, the, the bedtime, the washing of the kids, all of that stuff. Pretty much I handle unless I need super help and I like ask for help or whatever. But in the morning and the night, I primarily like let you do your own thing because you've been working and whatever. So like last night was a perfect example. I really wanted to write in our book and I was excited about it and I had stuff I like in my mind, but I've been also trying to finish a Nicholas Sparks book for like Three months. Yeah, and you spent hours And I spent hours cricketing. cricketing yesterday. So it was like... And just so everyone knows, when we say cricketing, cricketing is the the art of making vinyl and other cutouts to be put onto mugs and t-shirts. And that so, sort of I, so I it's tried to get the kids... I was like getting the kids ready. They weren't listening to me. Both of them are stuffy. Or the, and I, now I have like the anxiety of, are they going to school tomorrow? Like, I hope they're going to school. And on top of it, I was like... Right now, I just want to like unwind and read. Like, I don't want to have to think and write, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then that's like one of my hobbies is reading. So it's like people say don't I don't have hobbies, but then I'm trying to do it. But then I have other things that take away from it, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. You're, it's not fair to say you don't have hobbies. So I just, I get torn sometimes as to like, the other thing is like, I don't do well in the evenings because I'm just 
totally like, so yesterday for example yeah you're toast you wake up at 4 a.m woke do up at everything. 4 I worked yeah. for work my regular job then I took care of the kids and did everything and then I started cricketing and then I had to do laundry and I had to do that like all the different things that people have to do on the weekends and with kids and stuff like that making decisions on what to feed people and whatever so my attention when I talked to you at six o'clock was I usually fall asleep around seven, seven thirty, or at least get in bed by then. Like, okay, I have an hour to write, but then nobody had brushed their teeth and they were fighting about what TV show to watch and all nonsense. And that was about 35 minutes. And then at that point I was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I can't give this book my all right now. So I feel like for for me, um, if I'm going <laughs> to write, it has to be like during the day. Right. Because by nighttime, it's it's yeah. too much. Every time you tell me, like, I'm going to write tonight, like, I roll my I eyes can't. a little bit. Like, I there's just, no way. Yeah. I, I just had this conversation with John, your best friend, John Weir. Uh, oh, yes, I remember John. And I know we've talked about it on here before, but like... Everything after 6 p.m. is like, I don't remember anything. It's like, like we've talked about before, like if we're watching a basketball game and you're like, oh my God, look at that dunk. Did you see it? And I'm staring at the TV and I say no. And then you're like, okay, watch the replay. And then the replay happens and you're like, what do you think? And I'm like, I still didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I am just like totally in a zone, like a Zen zone of just, I can't. Yeah. I was just talking to John about it because I don't know how it came up, but it was like, I don't know. It- well, that's, I think, is this a priority? And that's where I, I struggle personally. Like, so yeah, I'm, I'm over here sitting, I'm all high and mighty because I wrote like 10 pages in one of my books right, last and night. that's the other thing. And then I, wrote, and- I know, I know. And I, I, I was able to finish an article for Reptiles uh, Magazine on spider tortoises yesterday. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. Right. When I've you get in so the zone. Much. Then you expect me to be right there with you. We do that with a lot of things. Yeah, we're not totally. On the same page. Like with eating healthy and other things, but um, where it seems like we're just never on at the same time. But um, so don't. I'm not coming at this from like all high and mighty and everything. I'm just saying, like you know, I don't know what I'm saying. I guess yeah. I just. I guess I just. You already know what my points are. I, I, I just need them. like. I, I think it's hard for me because. Like the amount of stuff I don't want to put on your load, right? Like, <laughs> does that make sense? I mean, I don't think that that's, that's the a, right phrase. That's yeah. not a right. That's not okay. A phrase. Like, it's I don't want to add things to your load, right? So, to I my, tr- can you say my plate? Can you call it my plate? I'd like to say your load better. Okay. Okay. Right. So I'm trying. To, I try so. I try so hard to take stuff off your plate. Off my load. Off your plate load. Yeah. And then what happens is I overwhelm myself and I get resentful. You just, you want to help me lighten my load. That's yes. the thing about you. Lighten the load. Yeah. yeah. You definitely want to help me lighten my load. Can I tell you, like Taryn brought up the best point because we were talking about like when your kids get sick and stuff like that. And she mentioned how like Eric is, is so much like you and that like, it's not a big deal. and Don't worry about it. How dare he. But... She's like, but we're the ones who are stuck home with them when they get sick. She's like, every time Eric's like, I don't, I can't do it. I got to go to work. I can't. And you're the same way. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I can't take the day off. Are you crazy? 
And then all it takes is for a guy to call you about turtles, about going into the woods, and now you, you're able to take three days off easily. It's no problem. Oh, yeah. I, t- I take three days off to go in the woods all the right, time. Right, right. Yeah. But then when the kids are sick. That was sarcasm just for all the listeners out there. Anyway, I'm just saying, I think I thought that was such a good point because she was saying, I told Eric he's not allowed to make decisions about COVID-related things with the kids because... He doesn't take the time off with them. I'm like, that makes so much sense. It's fair. Yeah. She sounds like a boss. Yeah, I love her. Speaking of going in the woods for three days. Wait, I'm- did we handle everything about my my new business venture? Are we done? Was there something else you wanted to say? I didn't know if you wanted to like promote it. Or- you already said the name. I'm just kidding. So... Pink Pearls and Preppy. Pink Pearls in Preppy Co. And what do you hate about that? Everything about the name. <laughs> Every single part of the name <laughs> makes me cringe. What you do, your persona, your radio voice. There are so many things that I just adore about you. That name that you made on your own without consulting me. And it has nothing to do with the fact that you didn't consult me. I just hate it so much. And I wish... But why? That you, like, like, I just wish that you would have ran it by somebody. But what do you hate about it? You totally just came up with something that is the worst name ever. And just, you were like, this is it. And it's like, man. Now, deep down inside, I feel the same way about the name The Turtle Room. I don't love it. But once you get into it, that's it, man. That's your name. You don't pivot 10 years in. You know what? We're not going to be The Turtle Room anymore. Now we're going to be the... But those things make me happy. And it just so happens that they all start with P's. Where did that come from? Pierleone. So what? I'm just kidding. Pierleone's not in the name. I like pink. I like pearls. You're definitely preppy. Not preppy, but grand millennial, I'll give you. I'm sorry, what is it? Grand millennial. What's grand millennial mean? Like grandma? Yeah. So that should be your name. I'm sure it's taken. Your name should be grand millennial. One word. Right. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. What about Grand Lineal? No, that sounds awful. Better than Pink Pearls and Preppy Co. The Co. Can I tell you what happened? It doesn't matter. I like my name. It's not a Co. You don't have an LLC. I know. It's because I tried to create it and I did Pink Pearls and Preppy and I got it, but it was on a different email. And then I realized I had to use a different email. So I had to add the Co because it thought that that name was already taken. You didn't have to add it. Something had to be added. You could have consulted your business partner (laughs) who has funded this. But again, you don't know that clientele. How often do you go on Etsy and look up stuff from Cricket? I want you to know that I still consult you on many different things that I create, even when you have zero interest. Okay. Let's move on. Next time. Okay. I was trying to move on. I know. I totally blew it. Okay. I was trying to move on and you wanted to to do your thing to just keep us where we were. Okay. Okay. You ready? Ready. What are we moving on to? I don't know. You're about to talk about... I have of, it. I know what we're moving of, on to. I just, speaking of since turtling you in to, the woods. Yeah. Since you wanted to run, you know, run with everything, I figured maybe you just wanted to run with everything. Uh, speaking of taking three days, three days off and turtling in the woods, yeah, I went to Florida mm-hmm. and was for, and it was actually a work trip, mm-hmm. and I was able to gallivant. That in the we Everglades. did work trip in um, quotes. It was a work trip. I I did a seventeen hour presentation over two days to a bunch of um, leaders from my organization. It was actually a very challenging 
presentation yeah. that I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're very proud of you. Oh, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. <laughs> really appreciate your pride and support. Um, so first thing I did, I got there and the most, the biggest chunk of time I had was after I landed in the plane and decided to use that time constructively. Of course, always. But, but you did not love that decision. It's not that I didn't love the decision. Like, this is the thing about you. You throw ideas out, see if I grab onto them, but it's not the full pitch, right? You give me a at half times, pitch. At times, half pitch, sure. And I hate that about you. Is pitch, is that a pitch or is it like short for, for picture? No, I'm talking like half pitch. Half pitch. Okay. Not, not pitch. Right. Like, you'll say something, and then you get me on board, and then you don't even tell me until the last possible minute that you changed whatever. Plans change. No, it doesn't. You have, I know you, and they were set that way, but you didn't want to fully come out with them. I don't think that's true. Okay. Well, that's how I feel. It's fair. It's fair for you to feel that um, way. So anyway, you had mentioned you're going to get together with Charlie on the first night, and you're going to go drive around the Everglades. Right? Okay. And you already pissed me off because wow. you sent me a picture of you and Charlie and his Mini Cooper. Yeah. No mass. Okay. Okay. So now I'm already, I'm already up here, right? So you're supposed to be hanging out with Charlie and you're going to drive through the Everglades. And then I'm sitting in bed. I'm thinking, oh, like he's driving around the Everglades. And I get this text that says... Not going to have service going to walk through the Everglades with a person I didn't even know you were with. Oh, yeah, sure, Carl. Yeah. Okay, so now you're with a totally different person. You're no longer driving through the Everglades. You're walking through the Everglades, and you're not going to have service. So here's what happened. Charlie mm-hmm. picked me up at the airport. Okay. Epic, first of all. Mini Cooper comes in, coming in hot. He drives super fast. I just, like... My heart melts when it involves Charlie. So great. So he went out of his way. His very busy day uh, left in the middle of work to come and pick me up at the airport. And then he drove me to Carl's house. Now, the plan was we were going to the Everglades. Well, Charlie backed out. And he's like, it's just you and Carl going. And he told me this in the car on the way to Carl. In the car on the way to Carl. Okay. Carl's house. So that was it. Unmasked. Unmasked. Yeah. 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 So then... Carl and I did it, man. We just went for it. And he's a naturalist. He's incredible. And we spent nine hours together and just jabbered like schoolgirls the entire time. It was incredible. Here's the thing I will say. Seven years ago, if you had sent me that text, I wouldn't have slept. And I would have been beside myself. Yep. This time, I was irritated, not not for any reason other than I was nervous about you walking through the Everglades, like, but I, like, went to sleep that night, like, okay, uh, good luck, whereas in the past, it wouldn't have been like that. Yeah, because you're like, if an alligator kills him, you know? I was, like, kind of hoping that you'd get bit by something just for not, t- like, being truthful about what you were actually doing in the Everglades. I did get injured. I know, but it wasn't bad enough. It, the the boo boo was finally gone, but there was a soft shell turtle in the water, and Carl was like, "There's a soft shell right here." Reached down to grab it, 
And uh, I was like, oh boy, this is embarrassing because I'm, I'm that's like the one um, genus, one of, one of the few ge- genera of turtles where I'm like handling them. I'm like, it's not that I'm scared of them, but I'm just like, I don't really know. I don't have a lot of experience with them. They sound really scary, soft shell turtles. They sound really violent. So the species name is Ferox for ferocious. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're they're a turtle. Like, it's not going to kill me, but it's like you go to pick it up, like, you know, pick up a wild raccoon or a wild anything and play with it. Like, so anyway, I grabbed it and then it used its back foot to kick off my hand and it, it pierced my finger. That was my... My injury. And of course I didn't catch it. So I was like totally embarrassed because I'm out there with like this accomplished naturalist wilderness man who's like a tough guy. Yeah. And I'm like, couldn't grab the turtle, but they're really slippery. They're like leathery and then they're like slippery, slimy, not slimy, but slippery in the water for sure. Right. So anyway, I blew it on that. Uh, and we walked through until you couldn't really see anymore. But the upgrades are crazy. Like the water is crystal clear. It's like a filter and it's not fall, it's not deep at all. It's like, it's like a limestone like filter. So like you're, you're up on this limestone and the water really isn't deep. There are parts that get deep, like maybe six feet deep or something, but that's where these big um, like cypress bunches are like these, these like little mini clusters of cypress trees that grow and that's where like the alligators are in the deeper water that you can't see in. But we were like the, most of the Everglades is like clear, clear water and not that deep, like up to my waist. If Carl had said to me, I'll pay you $500 to go do this. Yeah. I would have turned it down. And that's saying something because I want a new office. Okay. I'm going to ignore that. You just said that (laughs) you have a new office. We literally just moved you in there two years ago and painted everything. Three. Set it up. Three. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me start by saying I don't think I've ever been proven wrong as emphatically as I have by this next sponsor. Before I get into that, let me tell you a story. Back when I was building my turtle breeding groups, much to Shannon's chagrin, I actually had a five-year dry spell without hatching a turtle or tortoise. I spent tons of time and money to get the right supplies and groups of species meant to eventually give me an opportunity to breed animals, the goal and best-case scenario for keepers like me. The good news is, you don't have to go through the same struggles I did. Tortstork gives you the opportunity to immediately experience what I unsuccessfully worked towards for five years. Their Instahatch eggs have a 95% success rate and are shipped to you just in time to hatch. Turn your classroom or family room into a science experiment the kids will never forget. And the best part, Tortstork takes the guessing and uncertainty out of things with their downloadable instructions on the whole process. I was skeptical at first, but the success rates speak for themselves. So what are you waiting for? Check out Tortstork today to hatch your own unforgettable experience. Okay, so so your first lie we already uncovered. Yep, yep. And then I basically just after that I got back I got back to my hotel really late. I accidentally rented uh, the new Jackass movie, and then I watched that. And then I finally fell asleep. It's like two in the morning. I have to get up at seven, and then that's when the work calls started coming from the hospital because I'm like always on call, and they had issues and they were calling me with questions. 
So I got like probably a couple hours of sleep cumulatively and then went to run the session, the first day of the session and made it through. I was very tired after that. So that night I just went back to my hotel and just crashed. And then uh, the second day went, finished the, the presentation. And then that's when I got together with, with Charlie, which was great. Charlie's incredible. And then I was with Charlie again the next day again. Uh, that was the one day I had where I had a full day down there um, before I flew back. And uh, Charlie, I went to Charlie's house and then we drove to um, to meet Ralph Till at Iguanaland. Got to hang out with Ty Park and stuff like that. And probably my most proud achievement of that trip was that I got Charlie to drive in the triple digits for the first time. I'm a bad influence. You're so dumb. He went 101 miles an hour. It wasn't that much. You have to understand those roads. It looks like you're in Kansas. There's these roads that are just flat. There's not a hill for as far as I can see. How old are you? Why? What are you, 16? I was very proud of that moment because he drives really fast. But then, you know, he wasn't really punching it. Like, come on, man. See what I mean? These things unfold. These things unfold. I'll never know the truth about John Weir's bachelor party, whether or not you saw someone's nipple or not. I'm sorry? <laughs> whether or not you saw somebody's nipple. I saw lots of nipples at his bachelor party. How? Whoa. I was with like 17 guys camping. I saw nipples everywhere. Oh. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you upset? I just, I'm just saying these are the things that unfold. Like that wasn't in your plan. You didn't say I'm going to Florida and I'm going to have Charlie drive. Yeah, you're right. Next time I'm going to let you know ahead of time. <laughs> it wasn't my goal to go to Florida and get Charlie to drive 101 miles an hour. But it was an experience that we will remember for the rest of our lives. So mm -hmm. bonus us. Right? Right. We get to save some turtles that were crossing the road. Yeah, I wonder how many animals you ran over and didn't realize it because you were going so fast. None. How many chipmunks you killed? Yeah. Are there chipmunks in Florida? There's, there's, they have things that are just different. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not a chipmunk expert, but they have things. So lots of different things. Well, that's good. Yeah. The crazy thing was too, and just to put everything in perspective, it was right after Hurricane Ian came through. And once we got right up near next to, um, to Punta Gorda, right near where, um, Iguanaland is, you could see the devastation. Every single yard had just... Pieces of buildings and trees all up near the road to be collected. Every time you bad. say Ty Park, I always think it's the guy from um, South Park. What's his name? It's not. What's his name? I don't know what you're talking about. Isn't his name Ty something? I don't know. Hmm. I couldn't tell you. Okay. But um, that's not who Ty Park Trey is. Trey Park. Isn't that his name? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So we went out to... So first of all, Ty was like amazing host he spent like four hours showing us around and took us to lunch and wouldn't let me pay even though i insisted and it's funny they've got a little place down there that i like to go and he's like yeah we go there all the time people love it it's like my spot where i take people for lunch and we went and it was destroyed from the hurricane mm, sad. so we had to go to some other place that had like a limited menu like a little mom and pop like bar type place and had lunch together it was great we had a great conversation too the, my takeaway that I think meant the most to me about that experience with, with Ty and those guys is like Ty is building a zoo from the ground up. It's, it's already like 
Florida's biggest reptile only zoo. And he's really big on having like different um, diversity there. So like the example I give is like, he's got like four back to back to back to back enclosures that have the four different types of painted turtles. Like a zoo would never do that. So it's really cool to see that, um, to see that in action, something so rare and unique. The big, from a, from a selfish and personal perspective, the biggest takeaway for me from that experience was like, I had some thoughts about what I saw at Ty's, not saying anything bad about Iguanaland at all, because it's amazing. And I said to Ralph on the way driving from Iguanaland to his house, like, as someone who's so into reptiles and turtles and this life, to see someone who's building something like that, like nothing amazing ever happened without somebody like that who was just doing everything it took to build something different, you know? Anyway. Matt Damon did it and we bought a zoo. Yeah, that's that's a good example, right? It wasn't, he just played the person. But <coughs> it's okay to give Matt Damon the, the yeah. uh, the respect and praise for that. But um, I I did see some things that I thought, like, I'd love to give Ty some feedback. And they're like, well, it's not my place. I mean, like, here's this guy who's built a zoo, like, you know, and I say, you know what, I'm going to say, it. I'm going to say it in a nice way. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. And I did, I gave him my feedback in a very respectful way. And I was very proud of myself because I think like the younger Anthony would have not done it. And maybe, you know, I'll get myself into trouble at some point and, and hopefully Ty appreciated what I said. I feel like he did. But for for me as, as a professional and as an adult and as somebody who wants to be successful, it meant a lot to me to, to say to him what I thought at that moment when I wanted to just also be really complimentary and grateful for what he's built. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And... To bring it all full circle now with our conversation, this is something that you've struggled with. I'm getting better with it. My professional, like, by the way, I don't know if you can tell by the sound here, anyone who's listening, but we have a new microphone and, and I'm really excited because I'm feeling like the sound is going to be a lot better on these. And and that was a, a gift by my work wife and my boss and, and one of my really good friends, Jen Gully. And um, from working with her, because she's so direct and transparent, I've been growing in that way and it's something that i think interestingly you've been struggling with with this new business venture of yours mm. you see how i just pulled that back in full circle for mm. anyone who didn't fall asleep with my rambling yeah what is it about that that you're struggling with tell me about it i think it's because can i, I think it's because you know how i am about giving gifts to people yeah you're a great gift giver like so like I make something and I instantly think of a person and yeah. I'm like, oh, I just have to give this to this person yeah. because they deserve it. And then before you know it, I've gotten rid of all of the stuff I've purchased to sell. Yeah. And now we are just giving people gifts. And I also think in the beginning, I didn't know how much stuff costs. So like you are bad at that. No offense. Yeah, I'm horrible at it. I'm horrible. Like when I gave Jen the quote, I said like $50 and she's like, I think that's too low. And then I felt bad. I'm like, okay, 65. But then in hindsight, I'm like, wow, like I weeded a lot of letters out of a shirt. So just everyone knows weeding is when you make these little vinyl graphics and things and then you have to use a little pick and pull out like the negative space pieces. That's called weeding. 
Uh, yeah, you know, I struggle with it a lot too with my book. I have all these. Cop- I bought a big box of books I know from, you do. from you Russ. Just keep giving away to and people. I do. When people visit, I give them a copy yeah. of the book, and I mean, I do sell them, and I say, "Here's the price." But like, the price is really good, maybe lower than it should be. And or how about that one? We I sent know. To Germany. I, we- I think I sent a. Uh, I think I sent three books to Switzerland. Oh, that was. And it. the shipping cost more I than than I took it. for the books. So, yeah, that was bad. I ended up basically sending them there. I paid money to send them to somebody. And I click, I checked off that there them. were um, like hazardous goods or something yeah. by accident. And yeah. the guy at the post office was like, um, I'll get fired and you'll get arrested. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> What's the point of even saying that? You're I not can't, supposed I can't to check see. it off. I don't read things. Oh, you're the best. Like, I just don't care. You are the best. The best and the worst. Can we talk about, too, when you went to Florida, the timing of everything? Because it was, like, bad timing. Like, I was very sick with bronchitis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I believe one of the kids got sick, too. And then something else happened. What the heck was it? Oh, I know what it was. It's not even possible. Could it be true that you might be listening to Turtly Devoted, but not actually tuning into the podcast? The podcast is one of the longest running reptile podcasts, and it was the first turtle podcast in existence. We realize that you don't get the charm of a lovely woman's touch there like you do here, but the podcast is the perfect place to nerd out with folks that are perhaps even bigger nerds than you. That's got to count for something, right? Look for the podcast on the first Monday night of every month, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard on YouTube and Facebook, and also archived as an audio-only version, available on iTunes and more. The thing that happened was the passing of a family friend. Yes, yeah, so... It was a lot. It was... But that happened when I was there. So it's like, it's not like I... It happened the day you left, I, I think. You know what? It didn't ha- matter if it happened before. It didn't happen before I left. No. It happened when I was there. You told me yeah. when I was there. But you, but I wouldn't have not gone. You know, it was... I had 20 leaders from my organization counting on me being there. I had to go. Yeah. Uh, but... No, it was just It was bad timing for, for sure. And I definitely felt bad being there. And then, of course, the first day I'm there, I don't have... Service. Not that I can do anything for you, but I do try to be available. And no, it was just horrible because I was really sick, and on that day he passed away as well. And then I was like trying to help the family out, and yeah, like it was just a lot. Yeah, I also got really in trouble at the church when I went to the services. That was really embarrassing. Apparently, you're not supposed to take the communion and walk away. Without putting it in your mouth. Uh, according to the deacon, you have to consume it right away. Just for any listeners who... A lot of rules. A lot of rules in religion. I didn't even want to do it because I don't think I'm Catholic. I'm not Catholic. And my mom forced me to go up there and then I get in trouble. For going and saying, I'm sorry for your loss to my friends that I hadn't seen. And the guy's following me and telling me he needs to watch me consume it right now. Like, please, take your toast and go elsewhere. Toast? What is it? Cracker? Okay. 
you're getting a little too much. Little yeah. Holy Ghost. Little deflammatory here. What is it? What are they? They're crackers. I, I don't. Uh, they're they're rice cakes. Um, Dane Cook called them Christ checks. Yeah, Christ checks. I don't know. So anyway, that was really fun, but we wait, got through it. For, I like in the moment I was like, oh my god, I'm never going to get through these next couple of days, and we did. Of course, of course, and you are allowing me this week to go to Arizona. Yeah. Hmm. That's happening. Yep. For the TTPG. Next time, Madeline is going to come with me. No. Why not? She wouldn't last two hours before she wanted to come home and see me. Because she's six right now. Yeah. Next, I'm no, I don't go every year. I'm not going next year. Probably. I'd love to, but I probably am not, right? You okay with me going next year? I don't know. Let's just get through this one, please. And I don't know what like little schemes. What are you so upset with right now? <laughs> what schemes? You know. I don't tell you things until they're... You omit things. No. No. I don't... There are certain things I don't tell you until the timing's right. And then there are other things I don't tell you until I know for sure. Because I don't want to get you all worked up about something if I don't know or whatever. Right. And if things... If time... When things change late, that also upsets you. So like, again, going back to when Charlie picked me up and then he told me what the deal was. I can't tell him, Charlie, we have plans. Shannon's going to be upset. Yes, you can. Shannon's going to be upset if you don't skip work right now and go to the Everglades. Like Charlie had to go back to work. It is what it is. So that's something that could have changed and did last minute. And you didn't like that either. I just said I didn't like it. No. The biggest problem was I didn't want you going in the Everglades. It wasn't necessarily who you were with. Not true. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You make me sound like a monster. It is true. I was scared for my husband. If I texted you, yeah. hey, I'm going in the Everglades with my cousin. I'm not going to have service. I would be like, oh my gosh, how am I not with you right now? That's what you I would wouldn't say. be. No, think about it in a not selfish perspective. You wouldn't be worried for me? I'd be like, get some good pictures. Oh, no, be you careful wouldn't. for the copperheads. You're worried about me doing daily things. The uh, cottonmouth, sorry. Daily things? Daily activities you worry about because you say I'm... Um, Aloof and yeah, I would have taken you to have a good with me. That's not the point. What I'm saying is, if I if you got a text from me saying that, tell me you wouldn't have a little anxiety about me going to the Everglades. I would just be excited. No, you're not. You're not being truthful. But that's okay. I am actually being truthful. I'm, I'm stopping and I'm I'm thinking and then I'm being truthful. That's that's my process for this. There's no way. Believe that. Well, that's, you know, like your opinion, man. Okay. To quote the dude from Big Lebowski. That's like your opinion. Okay, so you're going to Arizona and then we'll do a podcast and we'll talk about all the things that you omitted. Oh, yeah. Big things. Actually, there might be something that I'm omitting. What? You ready? I don't think I'm talking. I already knew that. How do you know? Because. Because I haven't worked on a presentation? Because I can just, I know you. It's like the time you said you were going to promote your book and you didn't promote your book. No, let me tell you why. And I'm really struggling with this. I'm happy to talk to you about it. I reached out to Russ six months ago, five months ago, four months ago, something like that. Because Russ and I are working on a project right now. And then, well, we're not. But 
we have been working on a project, had been working on a project, and I'm, I'm trying to get back into it. So I've been reaching out with him and he's very busy and, and Russ is kind of notorious for like not getting back to you. I'm a very flaky person, so I can say all this. I hope, you know, Russ wouldn't take offense if he was listening, but like Russ could be a tough guy to nail down. And um, in my outreach to him about that project, I also told him, hey, I think I might be going to TTPG mm-hmm. and I'd love to talk. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually the speaker list comes out and I'm not on it. So I reached out to him again. I'm like, uh, hey, I really want to speak. <laughs> this is like the, the next time I'm telling him. I had already told him before that. Uh, and he said, okay, well, usually we have people who like fall off last minute. So if we need you last minute, would you, you know, we can have you speak. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like someone will probably drop out. Nobody's dropped out. Why would you omit that from me though? So there's, I didn't omit it on purpose. I didn't planfully omit it. I've the whole time been expecting to right. talk because he told me no, I people fall out you. every time and we have to scramble. So I'm going to keep you in mind and nobody's fallen off. So my whole time I'm like, I'm talking. I know what it is. I've even been like going through what I'm going to present. And now here we are. It's right. It's upon us. And I don't even know if I'm talking. The I mean, other thing I think is it's they, probably good that you're not talking given the way your voice sounds. Well, the other thing is that they have their Badiger magazine come out every year and I wrote an article and Russ normally sends me the proof every year to, to proofread. He didn't send it to me this year. So I don't even know if my article is in the Badiger. I could have a complete meltdown if I get there and I'm not talking and my article's not in the Badiger. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'll be here for you. Call me. I am doing something when I'm there on behalf of a very good friend that I can't say on the air, but I'll tell you after. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. It's weird how everything's kind of started to come together, but it's just not what I was envisioning, but I've been in my head the last couple of days getting over that and just being grateful for the opportunity to go and, Mm. you know? Yeah. I'm going to get out there, promote pink preppy and, and pearls and pearls co pink pearls and preppy. Did I say that right? Yes. Listen, she also does order special order things. And I'll tell you when I'm at TTPG, I'm going to be rocking my turtle room jacket Mm -hmm. that you made me. It is incredible. It's my favorite piece of turtle room attire paraphernalia I've ever had. In my many years with the organization. More than 10 years now with the organization. Hmm. Can you believe it? No, I'm reading your notes. Put your grown-up pants. What does that mean? I was trying to think of a title for this. Put your grown-up pants on in terms of like when you're selling books or when you're selling your stuff on Etsy or whatever. Like get out there. I think you should just name it Pink Pearls and Preppy Co. Done. (laughs) That's better. That's way better. Pink pearls and preppy po. po. It is weird that I did a lot of peas because my blog was primping and pumping. I know. Weird. Whatever. This will. I really wanted sequins and lipstick, but it was taken. Oh, that'll do it. Because you like sequins. I love sequins. I don't wear lipstick anymore because I use a mask. But if I didn't wear a mask, I'd be wearing lipstick. Listen, check her out. Okay, follow Pink Pearls and Preppy Co. And get your special order turtle gear from her. Just saying. Thanks so much for for joining me, Shan, on another episode.
I'm hungry. Good, let's have some lunch. Okay. Laters, baby. Thank you for listening. Have a truly awesome day.